Our next speaker, speaker number two, is Cornelia Karaja. She is from the University of Chicago, where she is the associate professor in the science and engineering offices in the computer science department. Please join me in welcoming Cornelia Karaja. Thank you very much, Michelle. Thank you very much for being here. I'm very excited to talk about um, deep learning techniques for disaster management and response. So there are many disasters that happened in recent years, in the, five to, in the last five to 10 years. And these disasters are not only deadly, but also very costly. For example, these are um, some of the disasters that happened in 2017, and they cost billions of dollars. And so we study uh, disaster, disasters, and uh, we pursue research in disaster, to increase disaster response and communication using social networking sites. Social networking sites connect us, connect people all around the world, and have become part of our daily lives and um, everyday communication patterns. We focus on Twitter as there is a um, large amount of tweets that are posted, and there are also millions of active users that, um, that are um, monthly active users. So as the use of social media is on the rise, so is the use of social media in disaster events. And the, effect, the affected um, populations have become the source of big disaster data. This is an example from the Hurricane Sandy. The number of tweets that are posted per day as the disaster progressed, the, the Sandy Hurricane progressed. And as we can see here, in the days that when the hurricane hit the East Coast, there were millions of tweets that were posted uh, in Twitter. This is another example from um, Tohoku earthquake from 2011. And the edges here, uh, the blue and white um, arcs, edges, show the number, the huge number of uh, tweets that were posted that were in and out of Japan as the earthquake hit. Social media is very important in disaster events, and researchers assert that bystanders on the ground are uniquely positioned to share information that may not yet be available anywhere else in the information space. So microblogging data from crowds, from crowds 
of non-professional -prof participants from the people on the ground um, during disasters is seen as um, being of significant value. Social media has made the headlines of news article, of many news articles as well. For example, the Wall Street Journal, one of the headlines says, Hurricane Harvey victims turn to social media for assistance. There are still challenges with using social media in disaster events. So despite the, the huge value, and despite the fact that uh, scholars of disasters see significant value in uh, Twitter data that is posted during disasters, um, there is still very little uptake um, and on uh, uh, very little uptake of message data by response organizations, by large-scale response organizations. And one of the potential reasons for doing this um, is that uh, response organizations operate under uh, extreme uncertain uh, conditions of extreme uncertainty. And another reason is that with the exponential increase in social media data, so it comes the increase in irrelevant data. So how can we identify useful content in Twitter? One potential way is to use a direct Twitter search, for example, a keyword-based search, like searching for uh, Oklahoma tornado or Oklahoma or tornado or hashtag Oklahoma tornado. If we are interested in uh, tweets that are posted during the Oklahoma tornado. Another approach is to use a location-based search. So that would be to collect all the tweets that contain uh, ge geographical uh, coordinates inside the affected areas. However, this will um, return, retrieve lots of irrelevant tweets. And an example of such irrelevant tweet is the following. I lived in Oklahoma since I was born. So this contains the keyword Oklahoma, but has nothing to do with the Oklahoma tornado. On the other hand, a manual selection, a manual approach, is very time-consuming. And hence, there is an increasing need to automatically extract appropriate information, which could lead to improvements in the response, in the response process. So our questions were, in a social media stream of messages, what is the useful information to be extracted from the tweets? 
and that useful information to help emergency response organizations as well as people on the ground to become more situationally aware during and after a disaster. And what are the best models that can help to automatically identify messages that are useful during disasters and can help us extract the relevant information from these messages? There are several classes of machine learning algorithms. One of them is to use a supervised learning approach have lots of labeled tweets to, tra to train uh, reliable models, and then use those models on incoming uh, tweets. However, this is not quite possible when a disaster happens because the data, so users are posting messages and these messages are not labeled. So these messages, are, so we don't have labeled data to train reliable machine learning models when a disaster just starts to unfold. So we proposed domain adaptation techniques precisely to use data from previous disasters for which we have large amounts of labeled data, together with unlabeled um, tweets from the disaster that, just, that is just unfolding. This is our um, framework that we designed. So as we have, so as the disaster starts unfolding and the affected population starts posting messages on social networking sites, the data is streamed, crisis data is streamed, and then together with historical crisis data and models that we store in a repository, we build deep learning techniques, and then, so that will create us um, label data, that, will, that can be validated for, uh, with the um, uh, use of crowdsourcing volunteers and possibly fed back in, with, together with historical crisis data to refine our models now using data that is labeled by humans from previous disasters together with data that is labeled by the deep learning models and portions of the data that are um, validated using crowdsourcing volunteers. And so um, the defined models will make predictions, further predictions on the incoming tweets which will help build better decision models for response organizations. So in our framework, we use uh, first the Twitter streaming API to crawl tweets posted during crisis events. 
we parse the tweets to extract the text, the hashtags, media information, user information whenever available, and the geolocation also whenever available. And then we perform text classification, natural language processing, and text analytics on the tweet text. In the pipeline, as we stream um, the tweets, our data, the first thing is to have a classifier that will identify um, information that is identify that would identify if the tweets are relevant to the disaster or not. Then the next step is to identify if the tweets are posted by eyewitnesses. Then if the information, if the, if the tweets would contain information that would convey any type of information, that would help increase situational awareness. And then identify situational awareness categories, such as damages, injured people, missing people, and so on. Here are some examples of informative tweets, tweets that convey uh, examples of actually both informative and not informative tweets, um, tweets that con convey some information, and tweets that are just uh, um, type of chitty chat, uh, non-informative. And so an example of informative tweet is uh, the following. More than uh, 765,000 homes in seven states have no electricity, with New York and New Jersey being most effective, affected. So this would increase um, our situational awareness and preparedness uh, for the disaster. And a non-informative tweet uh, looks like this Hurricane Sandy uh, Twitter is so annoying. We studied the effectiveness of deep neural networks in comparison with traditional machine learning classifiers for identifying informative messages from social media streams. And so we designed strong baselines using the traditional machine learning uh, and particularly uh, the knife-based classifiers. We designed uh, hand-engineered features, features uh, extracted from the tweet content, denoted as TC, um, user features, denoted as UF, um, and polarity features, we also use the bag of words, the tweet content, and the combinations of these features um, together. Um, and we use these features in conjunction with the naive-based classifiers. In addition, we uh, trained deep learning, deep neural networks, particularly convolutional neural networks and recurrent neural networks and found that using 
uh, CNNs, convolutional neural networks, performs best with performance on identifying uh, informational tweets reaching about 95% in uh, F1 measure. We did this um, on both natural and non-natural disasters, man-made, and we also did uh, across domains, training on natural disasters and testing on non-natural disasters. The next thing that we focused on was identifying situational awareness categories. And for this, we, act we actually formulated the task as an information extraction, particularly extracting or recommending hashtags that will contain situational, information, situational awareness categories, such as damage, injured people, uh, needing help, and so on. We looked at some of the tweets from our collection of uh, data, and we found that some of them have no hashtags at all, some of them have just the right amount of hashtags that, so that uh, these tweets can be easily retrieved. And we also found that some of the tweets will have a lot of, um, a lot of hashtags, and some of them may be just variations like uh, grammatical inflections of words. So, um, we also um, annotated the tweets so that the hashtags that are shown in blue color are the hashtags that were user annotated. We annotated these tweets using um, Amazon Mechanical Turk, and uh, we also created a disaster lexicon for the annotations. And so, for example, for the first tweet, we need help in Houston. Our apartments are surrounded with water, like an island. We need rescue at this address. So this tweet had no hashtags available. And so uh, the annotators, Amazon Mechanical Turk annotators, um, annotated this with need help, Houston, and need rescue. And the, so the, um, the, ha the hashtags or the words, phrases shown in uh, red are the ones that are our gold standard for evaluation and the ones that were annotated with uh, Amazon Mechanical Turk. And for this task, so we formulated it as a sequence labeling task and used a variant of recurrent neural networks, which is called long short term memory networks, LSTM. And they're variants that take into account the informal writing um, from social, social networking sites. And so our models, so we um, used 
um, a large collection of disasters to train our models. So we had in our repository of historical um, crisis data, we had about data, we had data collected from about 30 disasters. And we used uh, four test sets for evaluation, Hurricane Maria, California fire, Philippines flooding, and then the last test set was from multiple disasters, collection from multiple disasters. And so here, as we can see, um, we uh, reached performance in the 90s uh, in, in terms of the F1 score. We also look to see um, how our models perform um, to, to, to do um, uh, an, an anecdotal evidence to, to see uh, how well the models perform. And so the blue, the, the words that are highlighted in blue are the ones for which the models agreed with the gold standard. The words that, I, that are highlighted with yellow are the ones where, um, so these are the gold standard, but the model did not identify them as uh, hashtags or keywords. And then the ones that are shown in red are the ones that are identified as keywords or hashtag by our models, but were not part of the um, part of the gold standard. And we were quite excited to see that um, the models perform <clears throat> very well on uh, most of the tweets, and there was a huge agreement between the, the predictions and the, annotate, the annotators, the gold standard. Um, then, so for um, um, the part of that I mentioned on uh, uh, the eyewitness, the tweets that are posted by eyewitnesses, most often we don't have the geolocation available for the tweets. And we used um, locations. We, we, uh, we identified the locations uh, using the Amazon uh, Comprehend to track a hurricane path, which, so this can be integrated into our model to further improve the performance. And so on the right side, uh, we can see the Harvey Hurricane's real path. And on the uh, left-hand side, we see the Hurricane Harvey's predicted path using the Amazon Comprehend. And as we can see here, the two paths uh, almost coincide. So that is uh, quite accurate performance on predicting the locations, identifying the locations of tweets and how um, the hurricane progressed 
over the um, over the years, uh, over the days, um, uh, as the disaster uh, unfolded. I would like to thank um, the students who participated in uh, this research, uh, Kishore Nepali, uh, Jisnurei uh, Choudhury, uh, Brandon Trong, uh, Honming Lee, and collaborators, uh, Doina Karaja, uh, Andrea Tapia, and Kash Parker. And I would also like to thank um, NSF for funding this research as well as uh, AWS for uh, support, and particularly uh, Sanjay Padi for his continuous uh, support um, on this project. And thank you very much.